Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Podcast 360, your go-to resource for medical news and clinical updates. I'm your moderator, Jessica Bard, with Consultant 360 Specialty Network. For patients with an open surgical wound, negative pressure wound therapy may be used to close the wound. If the patient responds well to the therapy, the patient may benefit from a split-thickness skin graft. Dr. Robert Klein is here to speak with us today about sequential wound therapy from surgery and negative pressure wound therapy. Dr. Klein is a wound care specialist with Prisma Health and a clinical assistant professor of surgery at the University of South Carolina School of Medicine in Greenville, South Carolina. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Klein. Can you explain what sequential wound therapy is and how it relates to wound healing from surgery to the time the wound is healed? Absolutely. And and you know, Jessica, if you put 10 surgeons in a room, everyone's going to have a different concept of what they consider sequential wound therapy. I'm going to give you my take on what I consider sequential wound therapy. So when I have a patient that maybe has an infection, a diabetic foot infection, and I maybe do an amputation, take off a toe and a metatarsal, or maybe take off half a foot of transmetatarsal amputation, in the presence of infection, uh, sometimes we can't close those wounds. And we have to think about what we're going to do in sequence or sequential wound therapy to take that patient onto closure. So for a patient who may have an open surgical wound, those are patients that I might consider using negative pressure wound therapy as the next step in taking that patient onto closure. Seeing how the patient responds from the negative pressure wound therapy, that might be a patient that advances onto a split thickness skin graft or they might require an advanced wound care dressing to maybe optimize the wound a little bit further. And in some instances, they may be a patient that at some point we might want to consider a cellular tissue product to close that wound. And then we have interest in technology if we want with a smaller wound where we can even take some of the patient's own skin from their thigh, what's known as epidermal harvesting, and transfer it to the wound and do some epidermal harvesting to close that wound. So for me, sequential wound therapy really is taking the patient from surgery and just a stepwise approach to closing the wound. Well, you touched on negative pressure wound therapy. That's obviously a big, a big topic. What are the effects of negative pressure wound therapy on wound healing? Well, negative pressure wound therapy uh, is a really interesting topic. And before I answer the question, I kind of want to take a step back, maybe 30 years. Uh, I've been practicing wound care for 29, almost 30 years. And uh, back in the day when I was cutting my teeth in wound care, we had wet to dry dressing changes. So we were really changing dressings twice a day. Uh, and we didn't have uh, negative pressure wound therapy. Uh, negative pressure wound therapy is now in its third generation of use. And how it works is you put a sponge in the wound. It basically sucks on the wound. It removes exudate. It removes cellular tissue debris, and it decreases edema. On a microscopic level, what we call microdeformation, you get stretch on the cells, which increases blood flow to the cells, which promotes granulation tissue. So negative pressure wound therapy basically works on two different concepts what we call macro deformation. Once again, where you're sucking on the wound and removing exudate and cellular debris and infectious material. And then you have that micro deformation where you're getting new blood vessels to come in and stimulating um, granulation tissue. So that's basically the, the concept behind negative pressure wound therapy. I think that's a great segue into the next question. The third generation of use you mentioned, are there any new technologies or treatment approaches with negative pressure wound therapy? Actually, we're in our third decade of use of negative pressure wound therapy. So not third generation. I don't know how many iterations of the wound vac have been made. And there's multiple companies that produce negative pressure wound therapy devices. But there are some new and exciting concepts and modalities within negative pressure wound therapy. And one that excites me a lot is installation and dwell therapy. And we have the ability to utilize negative pressure wound therapy, again, sucking on that wound and removing exudate. 
and cellular debris, but now we can instill some type of fluid, even antimicrobials or antiseptic type agents into the wound, let them dwell for a short period of time. We have very novel foams that we can use within the installation and dwell system. The one that I like a lot is what's called the waffle foam or the open reticulated cell foam. Some people call it the holy foam. There's a lot of different names for it. And what it does is it stimulates granulation tissue and you get these macro columns of very robust, healthy granulation tissue. And it's continuously cycling. You're instilling some type of fluid. I use saline at my institution. I let it dwell for um, a minute or two. And then the negative pressure, wound therapy sucks that out, but it also takes that cellular debris and it's also stimulating that wound bed. Uh, so you're constantly washing or irrigating that wound out. Whenever I give her talk on uh, negative pressure wound therapy, I use the analogy that it's like a washing machine. You're putting detergent in, you're washing the wound, and then through that negative pressure, you're agitating the wound and then sucking that fluid out like in a spin cycle, if that makes any sense. I, th I think it does. I think that's a good analogy. How have these types of therapy revolutionized wound care in recent years? And maybe a little bit of a softball question, but why are they so important to study? Oh gosh, you know, it's just changed things in so many different ways. Negative pressure wound therapy, it helps decrease the length of stay in the hospital. When we, and especially when you institute negative pressure wound therapy early, we found that we can close wounds a lot more quickly using negative pressure wound therapy versus maybe letting the wound linger in the hospital for days. So that's one of the biggest advantages to me. And you know, I just can't think of wound care nowadays without having negative pressure wound therapy as a component or a tool in my toolkit to close a wound. I'm not sure if I answered that question completely. You might have to throw that softball at me one more time. No, just, yeah, why, you know, why it's important to study, but I think, I think you hit it. I mean, what else should primary care providers or emergency medical physicians know about negative pressure wound therapy? If you could kind of sum it all up, I know it's a big topic here, but to kind of sum it all up, what else should they know? Yeah, negative pressure wound therapy or, you know, any variety of physicians, a primary care physician who has a wound that maybe they're treating, an ED physician who might be referring to a surgeon or a wound care center. Again, I think it's something that they should consider for wounds that have depth, for wounds that have exudate, for wounds that have cellular debris. And if you institute negative pressure wound therapy in those type of wounds, early on, we can close those, those wounds a lot quicker. We can decrease the length of stay for those people who are in the inpatient setting, and we can get these wounds closed and get these patients healed and close that chapter out in that patient's life and get them back to where they were beforehand. And it doesn't matter. I, I, I treat foot wounds mainly it doesn't matter if it's a foot wound or if it's an abdominal wound or a wound on an extremity. Negative pressure wound therapy, the concept is the same irrespective of the body part. Is there anything else that you'd like to add today on this topic? Gosh, you know, there are so many different modalities within negative pressure wound therapy as well. We have negative pressure wound therapy that we can use for surgical site infections, um, for heart surgeons who do sternotomies. Um, we have a disposable negative pressure that they can put on an incision to help control surgical site infections. We do that in the foot and we do that in vascular surgery a lot. A lot of our vascular surgeons at our institution will put these devices on their groin incisions in particular to minimize surgical site infections. We have disposable negative pressure wound therapy systems in the outpatient setting, mechanically operated, battery operated, that we can use to close wounds where the patient isn't tethered to a power cord and they can go back uh, to normal lifestyle. They can be ambulatory. So there's a lot of exciting things within negative pressure wound therapy. And I think as a surgeon or as a wound care provider or someone who sees wounds, it should be something that you consider as one of the tools to use when you want to try and close a wound. Thank you again for joining us today. We really appreciate your time. Thank you.